All right, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast, episode 111. Today, we're going to be wrapping up uh, home defense, and we're also, we're, we're, I guess we're kicking it old school, because it's just me and Jada. Hello. <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah, looking ahead just a little bit, this is episode 111, 112, I don't think you said you weren't going to be able to make it, and but we were going to have Steven in, and probably yeah. Gentry, so that was going to be, that one's going to be cool. Yeah, I won't be here for that, but you get Steven, and that's way better, so. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, not yeah, but sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's just way more entertaining. <laughs> we usually do these things in the morning, I am not a morning person. Steven, Steven's more entertaining than, than the majority of the population, yeah, yes. Yeah. But then um, I think the next one or two after that, looking at the schedule ahead, I don't think we can get anybody else in here. So it's just me and you again. So we're going to have like three episodes of the next four, probably, that it's just going to be like it was through episodes one through, I don't know, 20-something. <laughs> so yeah, we did our first. We don't episode. really care if you guys don't go back and listen to the. Yeah, uh, so I was on a podcast uh, not that long ago, and this guy was bringing up like he was like he was an avid listener to the podcast, which I thought was really cool. But he was like bringing stuff out of episodes like two and five and stuff, and I was like, dude, I said you're pulling things out of episodes we tell people not to go back to listen to, because <laughs> I mean, yeah, they were rough. And I understand, but the cool thing about it is when somebody has gone back and listened to a lot of those, I said, man, you've really, you know, your quality of your episodes have gotten a whole lot better. Yes, that is a really nice way of saying we sucked back then. Yeah, well, no, that's cool. But I think also when you've done 100 now and 11 podcasts, and then that's not counting the ones that we recorded that we were not able to. Oh, my gosh. Because something happened. (laughs) Don't bring this up. They make me sad. (gasps) I bet money we have recorded at least 120. Probably. We attempted to record at least 120. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, the first thing we need to mention is... Let me just take a big, long sip of my blackout coffee. That that was the first thing we needed to mention anyway. The official fuel of the Impact Defense podcast, the Impact Defense, Impact Martial Arts, Impact everything. And is, our own personal lives. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, is blackout coffee. Head over to impactgear.live slash coffee. Okay. Now, I will tell you this. I, I used to tell people differently. Don't go just straight to the website. Go to impactgear.live slash coffee because sometimes they have sales going on. I don't always use Impact Defense as your podcast as your coupon code because sometimes there are better deals you can get without that coupon code. I'm just going to be completely honest. But if you always use impactgear.live slash coffee, they know that we have sent you there and that helps us out and it helps them out and it helps you out and it helps everyone out. And it's just freaking awesome coffee. Yes. Yeah. It is quite delicious. All right, uh, let's get on into the new story. Oh, that's me. <laughs> so we do not have the state or the specific state of this story, but we do have um, that it was in a motel. So when I was about eight years old, my family and I were away on holiday staying at a motel. My parents had their own room. My sister was in the single bedroom and I was on a little fold-out bed in the living room. My parents went to bed early telling me to lock the sliding door before I went to bed. Then my sister went to bed shortly after. I forgot to lock it and went to sleep in a my fold-out bed located in front of the door. Next morning, woke up and my parents' wallets, a bag, and some cash were gone. 
The robber came in through the door, stepped over me when I was sleeping, and went into my sister's room, stole her bag, then went into my parents' room, stole wallets and cash from the side table, then walked back over me and were on their way out. Scary to think what he would have done if any of us had woken up, but couldn't sleep for a week after that and was always conscious about locking doors. I'm I'm sure that would definitely change your opinion on... Like it, I he think had that s- would change your opinion on locking doors anyway. Yeah. I mean, the fold-out bed was located directly in front of that sliding door. Mm-hmm. So he they legitimately had to step over him on that bed. That's crazy. This is like the definition of cat burglar, you know? Yeah. Except I feel like it's way more obvious when like my cat walks over me when I'm asleep. Because <laughs> she makes it a point to step on me in as many locations as possible. Yeah, so I heard a guy one time say that the difference between cats and dogs, uh, and I know that we, but you you brought it up, so it's your fault. Uh, I heard a guy bring up difference between cats and dogs. So a dog looks and says, you feed me, you water me, you pet me, you play with me, you love me, you must be God. A cat looks at you and says, you feed me, you water me, you pet me, you love me, you play with me, I must be God. And I was like, that's the most accurate description of a cat I've ever heard. Yeah, which I am way more a cat person than a dog person. They just have way too much in-your-face energy for me. Like, that one comedian got it right of it is just way too much in-your-face best friend. Like, I need my friends to ignore me half the time. And then us all of a sudden go, oh, hey, you exist. (laughs) We should probably get together because we call ourselves friends. Uh, And then we, like, hang out together nonstop for, like, a week. And then we get sick of it. And then we go into our own little introvert holes and don't talk to each other again for a while. <laughs> and with That's that, we'll end the new story. <laughs> okay. So we are actually talking about like dealing with solicitors and stuff like that because so many times a burglar or something you know, will case a house by posing as something else. And that's kind of where we want to get started. So yeah, when somebody is wanting to case, you know, a business, they go into that business and they visit the business and they visit it multiple times and they start learning things about it, where everything is, all that kind of posing as a customer. What happens when a burglar wants to case a home? They do the same thing. Pretty much. You know, as I think about this, I look at this and go, I'm teaching this stuff all the time i'm doing this there's no wonder i trust no one I'm just, <laughs> oh my goodness yes because <laughs> i hear these stories all the time and people say i don't want to be a paranoid person I say, i'm not really a paranoid person but i just don't generally have trust for people i don't know well yeah there's that trust. um you I know you'll that's... hang out with some people and uh like i tend to hang out with people who have much less training than me go figure yeah you know? I, well that's normal um yeah, if for anyone in this job position or anybody who's just taken like several self-defense courses, usually you have more training than those around you. So whenever I go out in public with someone who has a little bit less training, like I see a lot more things than they see, yeah. you know, and that person standing over there may not be suspicious to them. But if they've glanced at us a couple times and, you know, like you see their posture change whenever you're near, I notice those things, whereas they wouldn't. And yeah. I would make them get on the other side of me or whatever. It's like, just move over to this side. It is that protective mindset of i would much prefer give them the opportunity to run away first yeah you know or to push them and tell them to run because i figure i can't see them as well if they're (laughs) on the other side uh it's just and they're like you don't really trust people very much like no i don't yeah i think there's a difference uh some people talk about like um 
being paranoid. I don't feel paranoid. I don't, I don't run around feeling fear all the time. I think paranoid is when you're running around like, oh, oh, you know, there's, but I do have a genuine, genuine distrust of people that I don't know. And it's not, it's just trust is something that should be earned. Uh, yes. As I, far as I'm concerned. I agree. And if you're going to come to my house, I'm generally not going to trust you. Now, it's, because I don't know you. It's not like we go around and we're just rude to people, yeah. like back off, um, leave us alone kind of thing. But we do prepare ourselves mentally to like how we're going to respond if something does happen, yeah. you know? And that's just a smart thing to do. Like that person may never do anything and it's not like you're just super suspicious of them, but you don't want to take that chance anyway. Yeah. You know, and especially if you see like them perk up or posture changes, whereas it's not just them registering you as a normal passerby, it's okay to like let that prickle on the back of your neck affect, you know, your mindset. Yeah. It's like, that's how you go into condition orange, which, you know, we talk about, but yeah. All right. That was a big, long thing. Sorry. That, that, no, I, I got us started on that. So like back in the beginning of December, um, this past one. So our like city had its Christmas parade and as a martial arts school we usually participate well mm-hmm. some of the kids are picked up from the end of the parade and some are picked up back at our school's location so yes. we end up walking back with a large group of kids and as we're walking back you know we've got the it's adults. basically a mile yeah it's, it's almost exactly a mile from the drop-off point back to the school Yeah, so you're walking a mile down with the parade and then the mile back to the school. So all of these kids are tired and the adults are on the outside making sure that none of them walk into the road and making sure that they can see all of them and keep them all accounted for. And as we're walking past, there's just this dude standing and it's not like, it wasn't just like your regular like dad standing with kid waiting across the street it was on like a really dark corner with a street with nothing particularly interesting on the other side so it doesn't seem like there's much reason to cross and he's just kind of standing there with a you know cigar in his mouth watching the kids pass by (laughs) and so that's nothing creepy about that at all jade i don't know what your problem is yeah which he did end up crossing the street after we went by we saw that happen but all that's on the other side is like the graveyard so (laughs) That's cool. Maybe it was just cut through. A lot of people cut through that graveyard. Yeah, a lot of people do. It's just, you know, graveyard on one side, kids in between. You know, it was just kind of like you're just standing there watching the kids. (laughs) And I noticed, and I put the person I was walking with on the other side of me. And then Thomas, who I guess y'all are going to get to see on the podcast eventually. Yeah, so um, he's in IT, and uh, he's going to come on. And I've been wanting to do this for a while. But he's going to be the first person that we're going to bring on talk about like the importance of privacy and when it comes to like online stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, so he's going to come on eventually to the podcast, so you'll get to meet him. But he's also one of the dads of one of our students, mm-hmm. and he's usually very like participatory in like things that we do. Um, and so he was volunteering to help us walk back, and so he sees the guy, and you know, he steps off to the side, comes back around, moves to the back of the group, so he can watch all of the people going through, which I appreciated because I'm helping yeah. this one girl who actually hurt her knee in the parade and so it's just interesting to see that whenever you've got more than one person paying attention you tend to be suspicious of the same things yeah, yeah. But Su- suspicious activity or behavior will get attention from people who have training yeah and I guess that all ropes around to like attention where attention is not supposed to be yeah. you know and it's more of that we noticed that he was watching the kids walk by which it's it's normal to like watch who's walking past you or whatever but when it's a large group of kids it's less creepy to not stare well, you know when we had michael mann on he was talking about looking at things 
you don't know that guy. That guy may just be kind of somebody who does that kind of stuff anyway. You don't yeah. know that. But when, or just, when you're you know, responsible across for, the street and yeah. all of us are in those way. Yeah. But when you're responsible for like the safety of a bunch of kids, you're going to, you're a little more hypervigilant than you would be otherwise. And it's the same when you're um, thinking about the safety of your own home and the people inside of your home. Yeah. And that's where solicitors come in. Yep. So, oh, man. Like, that was a really professional segue there, Jada. Awesome. Give me five. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, noticing attention where attention is not supposed to be. You know, posing as solicitors. You're going to notice some things that, you know, normal solicitors probably wouldn't do, which I don't trust solicitors anyway, but. Yeah. So, okay, (laughs) you're at your house. um, Somebody comes up to your door as a salesman, a door-to-door salesman. Mm -hmm. How do you you, uh, deal with that? I didn't give Jada time to prepare for this exactly. The only thing she knows is what we were going to talk about, so. Well, I'm the mean person that if my door isn't already open showing that, like, I am home, I am going to keep it shut and, like, locked where it was before and mm-hmm. moved to a part of the house where they can't hear me moving or whatever. Like, so you're going to act like you're not home? Not not even necessarily just that I'm not home, but like maybe even act like I just didn't notice there was someone at the door. Gotcha. <laughs> just because I don't tend to like dealing with solicitors and yeah. especially if I am home alone, whether I have training or not, I am still a small female and would prefer not to have to talk to someone when I'm home alone like that is at my door anyway. But Jada, girl power, you can beat up a 300-pound man. <laughs> I can probably outrun a 300-pound man. <laughs> See, this is, this is, I think, one of those things where, and we're getting into things that's probably going to get me in trouble. But, like, people look at and just, like, because of culture right now says that, oh, wait, no, no, no. Don't tell this small lady that she can't beat up this 300-pound dude or 250-pound guy that's you know completely muscle here's the question why would i try <sighs> yeah reality is that's the kind of things that we try to look at that's every time what we have guns for uh, you know we, <laughs> you know there was that one um i don't remember who it was now there was that one self-defense instructor that was like yes people tell you not to run around with headphones in but i don't want to tell you remember this Yes. That's because, but I don't want to tell you that because, you know, I said, well, wait a second. Who gives a crap about what you want to tell somebody or what you think ideally society should be? Let's do with what. Let's progress the best information possible. Yeah. For Let's me, what the best thing is. I can do is if I even have to confront a 300 pound man for whatever reason, if there is no chance of me running away or getting away some other way, getting to safety some other way, and I have to do something, I better have some kind of force multiplier tool because yeah. it is not going to be my bare fists. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you might can gouge his eyes out kind of thing but that's yeah that's maybe the, like get on the back latch on and choke <laughs> him out <laughs> i don't know anyway sorry that's, we're that's getting off subject of a lot my Which, bad yeah yeah but if i can't just pretend i'm not home or that i don't notice that there's someone at the door it's probably going to be more of like talking to them through the door like yes. and never would i ever open the screen door keep it locked keep it shut and maybe be holding something behind the door as well strategically placed baseball bat i don't know yes no i mean the, but the truth is that's that's really a great great idea to talk somebody through the door instead of opening the door mm-hmm. for me at my house when somebody comes up like that generally what i do is i walk up to the door i don't generally talk people through the door but that's a personal decision i think in that moment you can decide you can act like you're not home but the problem with acting like you're not home is if that person is just there to see if anybody's home so they can 
can break in, they might just try to break in immediately anyway. You can talk to them through the door, but what I generally try to do is I will open the door, I slip out. I don't open my door wide. You can't see into my house. I open my door, I slip out, I shut the door behind me. I don't want them seeing inside my house. Mm-hmm. And my then that way I can have that discussion there. Whenever we had someone we didn't know coming to the door was we would always face the screen door, leave the screen door locked, and then pull the door in behind us so Mm -hmm. the most they can see is like a sliver of the corner of our living room yeah and another thing we always did was i never really thought about this until i was a self-defense instructor but anytime someone pulled in the driveway it was always two things someone's here and it was we would follow it with who it was or like if we knew them so if it was someone we knew it's like someone's here oh it's this person or someone's here i don't know who that is and so everyone in the house at this point knows there's someone in the driveway coming to the door and we don't know who it is that way we've got the entire house on alert instead of just one person talking to someone at the door and then everyone's all of a sudden surprised if someone you know busts through yeah it's way better for everyone to know what's going on yep it could be a salesperson we deal with them that way. It could be a neighbor looking for a pet. I've had this happen. There was this guy come walking down the road through our neighborhood yelling. I thought he was crazy. Come to find out he was looking for his pet. Now, ended up, he was legitimately looking for his pet. I had one, I'm talking about a salesperson. I had one guy show up just in a regular car one day and comes up at the front door and says, hey man, you know, he starts talking to me about like having this growl and he could have i don't know but it was like you know we just did this job over here uh you know i was just wanting to know know, he starts talking about gravel for the for my driveway this is not normal you know people don't normally come up and just go like hey i've got this uh gravel and i was just wanting to know do you want your gravel on your driveway now it's possible but usually they're in some type of official looking vehicle or you know or or company looking vehicle it's just his personal vehicle and it could have been legitimate but i'm just like i'm just like no i'm not going to take the chance I'm also not going to do anything where I let him see anything in my house Mm -hmm. because I don't know what he's there for. Delivery driver. Let's say it's a delivery driver. They come up and they say, hey, I got a package for you. You can easily tell them just like through the door if you don't feel comfortable, especially if you're a kid, teen, or or you said small female, you can just say, just leave it by the door. Now, if it looks like your normal kind of delivery driver, you know, UPS, Amazon, FedEx, whatever, they have the uniform, all that kind of stuff. There are some less reputable delivery drivers around that don't have quite the same official looking trucks and We've had outfits. a couple Walmart deliveries, or my mom has. I had a couple of Walmart deliveries that was just some person in their vehicle. And well, that's becoming it was a new thing. Really though. confusing. I mean, a yeah. I had actually ordered something and I thought it was going to be shipped to an address, but no, they just show up <laughs> one time and I was like, what the crap? So anyway, you can just tell them, just leave it on the porch You can tell them right through, through the door. Uh, if a signature is required, there's something about them that you don't feel comfortable with. Maybe they're not, you know, it's not obvious. You're not expecting a package. I think everybody's constantly expecting packages nowadays though. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pretty it's much. just like anytime there's a, a delivery at the house, I'm like, huh? I don't know what that is, but yeah, I'm probably expecting that. You know, if it's something like that, and let's say there's, oh, you, you're required for to sign. If you don't feel comfortable, freaking tell them you're sick. You know, I say, I'm sorry, I'm really sick. I cannot do this. Arrange it to be picked up at a local spot. You can do all kinds of things there. You can tell them they can leave it on the porch or not. Or if it's, you know, they say they're from UPS, tell them, say, okay, uh, I'll pick it up at UPS store. I'm really sick. I can't, I can't come out right now. You know, whatever. You can make an excuse if they make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. 
So really quick, getting into some other things, like if it's a stranger who wants to use a phone, I think this kind of thing happens less and less, but it still does happen. Make the call for people on the inside of your house. I think most people know this, but not everybody does it. Make the call for somebody for them. While you're inside and they're outside, don't let them in your house. Now, there are situations, I think we've had news stories, where somebody was in trouble, somebody let them in, and then was a legitimate situation. But for every one of those stories, there's also stories where somebody comes up, they said they're in trouble, they let them in, and then they rob them blind. Yeah. Um, so I think every one of these situations is a personal case-by-case situation. Yeah, and in several of those news stories, this uh, the, the person who let them in could hear the commotion before it happened yeah. or before someone asked them. So this one guy in a pretty recent news story, I think it was in the last couple of months, mm-hmm. he let a woman into his house that he could hear her being beaten by her husband yeah. across the street and she came knocking on his door and he opened it which that was his decision he told her to go and hide in the bathroom yeah so you know you have situations like that i think in a lot of times you have to use your intuition and if your intuition says this is not a good idea probably don't do it yeah you know, we did an entire podcast episode about that a while back with gentry Let's talk about intuition if you are a natural hugger or something like that. If you're just a naturally extremely trusting person. Man, do you know who goes to my mind as soon as you talk about Your mother? Yes. Yeah. I love that lady, but it's amazing she hadn't been kidnapped. I think you said that to her. I I pretty much did. Okay, avoid those things. Avoid (laughs) that inclination when you are with a stranger that you really don't know. Okay. Yeah, and you don't. You, you don't. You just you don't, don't just invite random solicitors into your house, right? I don't care how nice they look. Yeah. You know, the best serial killers in the world looked really nice. That's <laughs> true. The funny thing is, you're actually more naturally trusting of people who put well, who look well put together. Yes. And so, people with bad intentions a lot of times do look well put together. Sometimes, especially yeah. if they, you know, if it's premeditated, you yeah. know, crimes of opportunity. That's a lot of times committed, you know, by people who aren't as well put together, you know. But yep. if someone's planning something beforehand, they're going to look as not suspicious as possible. Which those are the ones that are the most dangerous a lot of times. It's just crimes or premeditated crime. Kind of moving on because we're going to be respectful of everyone's time. Yeah, utility workers, researchers, census workers, people like that. Uh, I've had a shocking amount of people come by doing a survey at my house. I hate surveys. I do too. I treat them all the same. Salespersons, uh, everything the same. I slip outside and I do mean slip outside. I give them just enough information and a lot of times I refuse to answer and that is perfectly fine. Send them on their way. If it's a utility worker or something like that, usually look for, make sure they look the part uh, and make sure that if you if they need to come in for any reason, call your utility company. Okay, whatever it is, cable, water, whatever. Okay. Things that you mainly need to remember, don't reveal your schedule to anyone. It is stupid to do so because as we learned in an earlier podcast with one of the news stories, if you reveal reveal your schedule to anyone easily it can it may not be the person you reveal it to it may be their somebody they know that may end up coming breaking into your house it's funny being a self-defense instructor you you ask people a lot of questions that you tell people not to answer Mm -hmm. you know because you you have to do these experience every now and like doing the jobs we do we have to know what information we could find out about somebody if we had 
We've, bad we've, intention. we've got our put, we've got to put ourselves in the mind of the wolf, you know? We, we talked about that one time on the podcast with this little girl on TikTok that thought Kylie was the bomb. And we started looking and it took us five minutes to find out where she was staying. You know, they were, she was on vacation, where she was staying, when she got there and when she was going home. It was scary how much information we found in five minutes of looking just through comments and crap like that where she talked to people. We never even spoke to her. Yeah. And we didn't go onto our page uh, with the intentions of even doing that really. No, not really. No, because. It became that really quick. She was just a big fan of Kylie, so we were going to look on her page to see if we could find something to like do it of hers, just to, to, just to make really her nice happy. Yeah, and then in then doing we that, scared. we just happened upon all of this information, like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. It is interesting, though, like whenever you just decide, okay, uh, let's see how much I can find out just by being friendly and asking questions. Yes. Whenever you first meet somebody, even if you just are at a mutual event or whatever, it is completely normal to just walk up to someone, uh, start a conversation, find something in common, Yes. And then go, now what area do you guys live in? Mm-hmm. And then they tell you, and then you're over here like, oh, are you near such and such? And they're like, yeah, actually just past that, you mm-hmm. know, a little bit on the left. And then <laughs> now you know where they live. And then, you know, you get into their job position. Oh, what do you do for work? And yep. they tell you what they do for work. It's like, oh, oh man, what? <laughs> yeah. What kind of hours does that have yeah. you in? And they tell you their work schedule. You know, it's like, oh, if you're in this area, you're near this school, right? So that would mean your your kids probably go to there. I know someone that went to that school. Mm-hmm. You know how natural that conversation comes? Yeah. Oh, people can find out a lot about you. And I'm not saying don't be friendly. And I'm not saying don't be, a, you know, or, or to be a butt or anything like that. But, you know, just be careful with the kind of information you give out about yourself. If you're at home, somebody comes to your door and never reveal that you're home alone. If you're home alone, it, it's just not smart. And always, always, always know who is at your door before you open. And guys, please remember that it's okay not to answer questions. Yes. Like if it if you don't think it's their business to ask, don't answer the question. Yeah. Um it's just like how many kids go like, Miss Jada, how old are you? <laughs> oh my gosh. My my legitimate answer is I don't answer that question. <laughs> yeah. Part of that is me not needing their parents to know, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I just don't think it's any of their business. But it's interesting because I use that answer for a lot of things of just, I don't answer that question. Yeah. And people get caught off guard and then they worry that they offended you. <laughs> and if they're worried they offended you, then they probably had okay intentions in the first place. Yep. You know, we had this guy come in to fix the air conditioning in the school. You know, this yeah. was this past year. And Brian pretty much tries to never like have somebody come and fix something if he's not going to be here but there was no way he could help not being here that specific day and um there was just no other day they could come and fix it so like he was just like is this gonna be okay with you it's like it'll probably be fine um i was like there are enough swords hanging around (laughs) Uh, that was a joke i'm sorry but the dude comes in and i'm just doing some cleaning around the building and every now and then i just glance and he was somebody that we knew of you know he had been here multiple times before it was something like he was never yes um but he did you know he did talk to me a couple times and at one point he was like now how old are you it's like i don't answer that question and i said it so quickly and abruptly i realized in my head that i sounded rude but i was like well too late now (laughs) (laughs) you could just see the caught off guard look and but it was just a really fast i don't answer that question and then he came back a couple weeks later and he's like i'm worried i offended i didn't mean anything by that i'm sorry (laughs) but yeah it's 
if it's none of their business, don't tell them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to say it that way. You can figure out another way to say it. But yeah, if it's none of their business, you don't have to answer that question. All right, guys, we're going to start wrapping up here. Uh, I do want to bring out, because I have forgotten to mention it for a little bit. If you go on to impactdefense.online, go over to training and check out the online courses. Right now, we have actually just made a course that we used to sell. We made it free for everyone. And actually, this is something that we really want to do is be able to put out online training for people for free. If you guys want to support us on that, you can check out the link in this podcast. And I'm actually going to try, I hadn't done it yet, but I'm going to try to put a link and it may be out before up or fixed before this episode actually goes live. But I actually want to have a link there, like a support us button that you can go on there and kind of, and you know, support us for 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99 a month. And this is going to help us to put out this kind of information free for people. We really want to get information out there. Right now, it's just a basic self-defense course. Admittedly, it's the very first course we've ever filmed. So to be completely honest with you, it's not super entertaining. There's a lot of really good information about it, but I don't think it was packaged the best way. The people purchased it and, and everything. It was, it went over fine. But, you know, I think now as we've done more, we've kind of, we've been a lot more engaging and entertaining through these things as well. We have plans for several more. So we're now about mid-January. The next one that we're trying to do right now is a kid's abduction prevention. Uh, we might get out a women's abduction prevention before long as well. I'm just, I'm looking forward to kind of really pushing these things out there and trying to get some free training in people's hands that we find to be really super important. And, and we're just doing this because we want to help people. So if you guys go over there, jump on that, watch those videos, follow along. Go check that out. If you want to help us out, you can buy t-shirts on there. You can buy some other stuff that's on the website. I don't think I need to add anything else to that, do I? No, I think we're good. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much, and we will see you in the next one.